good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rainbow Weekly Podcast. I'm here with Tony McKinnon, um, and we're actually, it's not too cold anymore here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Spring is right upon us here. Yeah, I, I believe spring has already sprung. You know, today was a little bit more chilly. It was in the 50s, but that's yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Anyway, Tony, um, you know, a few weeks ago, we, we interviewed uh, a pastor, and we had a mistake. Yep. And you were the mistake. I was the mistake. No. I, I, literally, I literally am, but we won't talk about that. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. So, it's a so, different kind of mistake. So not Tony the Tiger, Tony the Mistake. <laughs> but God you, can turn your mistakes. Yeah. God can turn your mistakes around. And, and anyway, it wasn't mistakes. Something happened with our audio. And, um, you know, for a while we're, we're thinking, well, can we fix this? Can we not fix this? And we decided that. The subject matter was just too important. The content, the, the story, content. the testimony. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and obviously around here, um, you know, you know, many have heard our teaching we talked about on the podcast that, that we talked about 2020 is the best year ever. And a lot of people didn't have the best year ever in 2020, yeah. you know, and, you know, sometimes you, well, not sometimes, but, you know, we can get what, what, what we desire, what we claim. And, yeah. and, um, in, in this podcast, we're talking to Pastor Paul Cavanaugh, and not only did he deal with COVID, he got hit not with one, but two hurricanes. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that, that's, that's pretty impressive to get hit with, not, not, not on a good way, to get hit with two hurricanes. But, but you, know, you, know, you know, all over the world we dealt with COVID, but he had to deal with that and deal with, Plus. You, know, you know, picking up, you know, the church and all the, the people, the congregation. But in all of that... God turned his 2020 around to, to being his greatest year ever. And he even called me a prophet. Yeah. Called and, you, he did call you a prophet. Yeah, he, he called me a prophet. You know, and I upgraded, you know. And I don't consider myself a prophet, but maybe I need to put that on my, you know. <laughs> you know, but, you know anyway, but, but, you know, before we get to Pastor Paula, you know, first of all, I do want to let you know that we appreciate each and every one yeah. of our listeners. And, and we would love to hear from you. And you, if you can just drop us an email podcast at rhema.org that's r-h-e-m-a podcast at rhema.org or like us on instagram or facebook at rhema podcast and you know it's it's just good to hear from our listeners and you know they do say some nice things about us that's good yeah it's, it's nice to hear some nice things and we you know we've only had one semi-negative one even two negative that's a little bit of a reality check you know, a reality check he, he was basically saying that the you know we we we're a little more comedic than my grandfather basically <laughs> in, in a nutshell but but anyway so i want to let you know once again that during this interview with pastor paul that every time that tony's mic speaks you might not be able to hear it quite as good um because there's some kind of audio issue and that's what happens when you deal with audio situations yeah. you know but once again th this program i i believe that, that it, it it'll it'll be a program that, that tells you the goodness yeah. of god it'll bless and encourage it, it, it'll bless sure. and encourage you and you know we're, we're talking about you know another program you know coming up i don't know if it's air before or after this on on psalms and you know one thing and it, psalms and if you've listened uh any you've you will have heard one episode with pastor paul also yes yeah pastor paul we, we talked about his story how how yeah. he came from the swamps of from louisiana. the swamps of louisiana you know, to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and and how you know that that he was going to get out of the ministry, yeah. and it was it was it was one of our Raymond pastors who picked up his hand and and, and almost forced him back yeah. into the ministry. Yeah, I mean, right. literally. Sometimes it takes that, yeah. you know. But 
but Pastor Paul's going to talk about, you know, his 2020, and, and you, you guys will enjoy it. So, so here's Pastor Paul Cavanaugh from the Grand Church, right? The, the Grand, Grand Church. Church in Kinder, Louisiana. So, Pastor Paul, it's good to have you on the, on the program today. Yes, sir. It was, uh, it was definitely a, def- a different year than uh, we were used to. We actually heard that message that you preached um, at the end. We didn't hear it live, but we heard it uh, somewhere or another. Well, media. you can listen to all our messages. Um, well, Facebook Live, obviously, there, but YouTube, Rama USA app, and you can go back and watch it later on, or Rama TV and watch them later on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. Well, we're just trying to help out people, people at home if they want to listen to that message. It, it still is out there, you know, on on one of our one of our social media networks. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, uh, you know, we were in agreement with you. We were hanging with you there, and then uh, to a point, and then um, in February, uh, we actually uh, had come to Winter Bible Seminar this you know past year in 2020, and uh, you were talking about it again. Got up and mentioned it. We were still with you. And then, um, <laughs> and then, of course, I guess around March is when everything tore loose uh, with COVID and everything. And, um, you know, that wasn't the first thing we thought about, about it being, because everybody, I think, was kind of thinking, you know, this is going to pass or whatever. I think we were all kind of in yeah. shock. Uh, you know, me and Tony were talking about it some, about, you know, what, what do you mean we can't meet, you know, in churches? Yeah, yeah. So we talked to other pastors trying to, I called up here. I ended up talking to Tony and some other folks trying to figure out, you know, what are y'all doing? Was I? I appreciate that. Well, appreciate good thing on your last supper. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we tried, you know, I remember throughout this, uh, actually Tony Cook had asked a question on his, uh, his, his website and was asking about, you know, what pastors, uh, some of the significant things they learned from 2020 how did they deal with everything that was happening? And uh, I responded on there that I remember Brother Hagin saying all the time about, you know, the, the ditch on each side and uh, the middle of the road and finding that balance. And um, that probably was the key thing throughout the year for us thinking, because especially through the COVID, because whoever you asked, even pastors, you asked, you got one extreme or the other, you know, like there's nothing to this kind of thing, or it was like, we need to board up the windows and just, you know, fumigate the place, tarp the church, uh, you know, it's just. <laughs> and, and we have some pastors still that way. <laughs> so um, finding that, that middle of the road was really uh, some of the key with it. But um, we, we were shut down like everybody for maybe uh, close to, I guess, a month. And then we met in parking lot for a period of time and then opened up. So we went through a lot of the same thing as everybody else with that. But um, what really got exciting was towards uh, September, Hurricane Laura hit and, um, took off, well, messed up, moved the back wall of the church, tore the roof off the youth building, a bunch of other awnings, um, just generally tore up everything in the area right there. The sanctuary actually was fine, um, so we were able to keep meeting in there, but there's uh, it looked like a bomb had went off in the area. And then six weeks after that, Delta hit. And uh, Hurricane Delta. Yeah, and the reason it was Delta because they ran out of names. That's exactly right. And so the, they they had to go through the Greek alphabet. That's it. That's it. And, and, and this wasn't this wasn't Alpha, and it wasn't even Beta. So no, it's like you know, it made no sense. You know, no, so you we went to Delta. I mean, you know, and I, I, I think we went. I don't know how far we went through the. It, it 
we'll have to look it up. I'm sure I'm sure some of you guys can Google it right now while we're talking, you know. Yeah, so. it was weird to me that they jumped right to Delta. I didn't understand that. But, no, I uh, thought that started with Alpha. I think Delta did was Did they? Yes. Okay. You, mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. There 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 was um I am not you know, I, I don't know all the Greek alphabet. I know, you know we I know but Alpha and Beta is the second one, I don't know yeah. what the, I don't know if you know, the Greek alphabet myself. Well I'm glad that well, I'm glad we missed out. I'm glad we missed out on Alpha and Beta. Um, we got Delta. We went straight to Delta. And yeah, yeah. Omega's the end. So, yeah. I'm glad we didn't get that one. Yeah, but uh, during that time, right after the hurricanes, we um, Sheila actually came and brought some kids to the uh, get. A, I'm still calling it. I'm 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 dating myself, I guess, saying to get acquainted with Rama Weekend. Apparently, um, it's yeah, called uh, Rama College Weekend. Rama College Weekend. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, but she come to that, and uh, she said she came back. She said, "You know, uh, Craig is still saying this is going to be the best year ever." <laughs> I said, "Is he now?" And I was thinking maybe he should come take a look around out here. And uh, <laughs> no, but you know, we decided. I said, uh, "Well." You know, we know God's word's true. And uh, during that time after the hurricane, I was uh, doing a series I called Disaster Recovery. Because so, so how you, how you well, hey, 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 before we go on, it's, um, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta. So that was the fourth hurricane. Really? In the Greek alphabet after, after we finished the other thing. Anyway, go back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we used yeah, them. Yeah, we okay. used all those. These are, the, these are the Greek alphabet tropical cyclone names. For 2020, I don't know what we got to because that's another website. Anyway, go ahead. We kind of we we shut off at Delta, so I don't know what <laughs> happened after that. Um, but um, I was uh, right after the hurricane, the Sunday after it, when we were able to meet because a couple of weeks we were down there. People, I think we had about 10 families or so in the church that lost everything. Um, but uh, there was so much debris, no electricity, all this for forgot how long we were without electricity, but um, too long. But um, when we were able to meet again that Sunday, I was praying one morning in my truck sitting there, and I was looking at all these trucks that had come into the area, and they said disaster recovery on the side of them. And they're all coming in to aid with different things. But I, I started thinking, you know, God's been in the disaster recovery business for a long time. Amen. And you just go through the different stories in the Word of different individuals um, and how God, it's seeming impossible circumstances, God turned it around. And so I come off of that talking about Romans eight twenty eight, and you know that um, this is going to work. God don't waste nothing. He's going to bring some good things out of this. So we got behind Craig, reluctantly. No, reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we got behind it and uh, just started speaking with it, and um, you know through all the different stuff that happened. But the end result that come out of it is we were actually able to uh, pay the church off. We had owed twelve years more on the church able to pay the church off there's all the uh we're still working on the um you know fixing stuff up that kind of thing it's a process because uh, everybody's needing materials and all that you know so it can be hard to get but it's amazing what god has been able to do in the middle of 2020 turns out craig's a prophet no <laughs> that's it <laughs> but but you know so not only church but personally you you've had some breakthroughs yes too, sir yeah. right after that if that wasn't exciting enough, we personally were able to pay our house off, and we owed for years more on it. You know, was able to pay it off too. So God has moved, and the turns out God's still on the throne. Now, you know, so, I'm, so people you didn't even know, 
you know, started trying to help out and things like that, correct? I mean, you, yeah. you, know, you know. Yeah, we've had help from um, just the, the different folks uh, being connected through the alumni. We've had guys that reached out, uh, what we were talking about with Greg, and, and uh, it's Panama City, right? It's where his church is. Yeah. 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 He spent like an hour on the phone with us just answering questions and just trying to encourage us, which he did. Um, and uh, just guys, that, like, I didn't, I've never met these guys, some of them. But being connected in that, in that Rhema family, um, we were really overwhelmed with the way that they reached out. Uh, some of them sent money. Uh, of course, those we, we like even better. But no, <laughs> no, we, we, we really appreciate everybody that reached out to us during this time and uh, the way our Rhema family was there for us. And, uh, so now, now what about the church? Didn't you have a number of church members that really had a lot of love? Yeah, we had. Um, and, they, and, and a lot of the guys that did send money, they, they told us, you know, whatever you need to do with this. They, didn't, they said, you know, you, if you need to put it towards a church or whatever. But what we used uh, the majority of this for is we is helping. Like if a family couldn't get, you know, electricity even set up, they need to get a pole, helping them get a pole, helping them get whatever they needed to get get electricity where they could actually start working on stuff. Um, generators, buying generators, that kind of thing. And so um, we were able to help a lot. But we've had families, a lot. Of, there were several families that, that lost nearly everything in Laura and the stuff that they were able to salvage and put aside. They worked for six weeks getting set up, maybe put aside. Or Delta came. Delta had more water with it, with flooding. And so it come in, and uh, I know two families for sure, and everything they had set aside and worked on, that was ruined from Delta. Um, so it was pretty devastating to them. But we... Uh, you know this can be sensitive to talk about, especially like in your in your own church. And um, but there, as a pastor, to watch this, um, it's one of the, the the few times, if not the only, in the Word where we see God telling us to prove Him in this. And one thing that we noticed a pattern with is the people that tithe, and how God has moved on their behalf. And um, you know, you like I said, it can be sensitive to talk about. But the folks that it, the pattern is this: to just say it. The ones that don't, there's more of a struggle. The ones that do sometimes, they do what I call dabble with it. There seems to be a dabbling with what is taking place. The ones that just are faithful tithers, my God, the way he, the way he's moved on their behalf is 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 astonishing. But some of them, how God's moved. All going through the same storm, but then the way the results have yes. determined. Yes. Uh, it's covenant. It's and It gives him access yeah. in a way that that. He doesn't have otherwise, not because he don't want to. We we keep him at bay by our own actions. Well, I know you know my grandfather always talked about you know that, that God's laws work just like natural laws work. You know the law of gravity works. I mean, yeah, yeah. A number of people has fallen on the ice here in the, in the Tulsa Broken Air area, <laughs> including yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I busted my rear one. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, gravity works, you know, you know when, you, when you fall, you know, but it said God's laws works too, you know, and God's laws of, of giving and receiving, they work. Yeah. Um, you know, also the law of confession works. We, we talked about that law, of, you, know, you know, last year was about confessing even in the middle of the storms. And, and literally you actually had storms, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, we had figurative storms and, and that side, but, but you've literally not only had figurative storms, you, you know, cause understand, you know, you guys that are listening, he didn't go through two hurricanes. He also had the COVID situation yeah. to deal with, you know, yeah. and, you know, that everyone has been, you know, dealing with um, this whole year. And, you know, and, but God's faithful in the middle of everything. 
Amen. You know, and, and I know some people out there listening, and 2021 for their hasn't seemed to be much better. But you know what? Has your confession changed? You know, I mean, I, I, we, we actually had on this program, 2021 is a year of awesomeness. Yeah. You know, and we're confessing that it's, it's going to be even better than 2020. And, you know, in 2022 will be even better than that. Yeah. But as long as, you know, we can have what we say we can have. You know, and, you know, so what are you saying about your year? So some people I know are, you know, not really excited about their year. And, but, you know, you can have what you say you can have. That's right. I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, it kept coming to me. Uh, you know, let's keep our faith out front. Uh, keep our faith out front in our believing. Keep our faith out front in our confession. Keep our faith out front in our tithing and our giving. Uh, and because that's what gives access and prepares the way for, for I mean, you know, uh, Brother Hagin used to tell us, you know, the trials of life come to us all. Yeah. yeah. The difference is, you know, your faith's out front. That's it. Well, you know, I know a lot of times almost people, like whenever I give a lot of times, if there's especially there's something I'm believing God for, whenever I, I claim that, that that's met now, of course, yeah. you, you know, but a lot of times people don't. They just yeah. almost think, you know, okay, I just throw it in the, the offering. But, but that, yeah, 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 but it's, you know, it, but like I said, you hook your faith up with your finances. Yeah. And, um, you know, as you give, you, you, you claim, you know, your needs are met and, and, and obviously, there's sometimes that you have needs that you didn't think you're going to need. I mean, well, even this, you know, this week. I mean, I just heard, you know, we've had a number of pipes break here on campus, and and you know, not only have we had to fix the pipes, we have spent twenty thousand extra dollars just to re-insulate some things, you know, that should have been insulated, just to make sure it won't happen again. Because you know, it's one thing to fix a problem, another thing to fix it, you know, for so for eternity, hopefully. Preventative, yeah, preventative, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so a lot of times, and that's what a lot of times we do. What we we fix the one problem, but we don't fix it good. Like right. like you know, right. you know, well, you know, that's a hundred year freeze. It might not happen again. But you know what? We're living the last days. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know, and things that. I mean, thought would never happen, have happened. You know, so many things have happened over the last few years. They're not so surprises us anymore. I mean, you know, you know, just, you know, all, all the things. I mean, you know, realizing here, and even in 2021, now there are a number of churches that are either still not open or, or for, for live services, or if they are, they, they don't have very many people coming. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they're like 30% um, of, of normal crowds. And, and so... You know what? But God's faithful even in the middle of middle of your tragedies. That's right. It, it doesn't matter. And like I said, you know, many of you maybe you had a tragedy go on. You know, last year maybe you don't know what you know His direction for us. But maybe Rainbow Bible Training College is is your next step. You know, just want to encourage you to go rbtc.org, uh, fill out the information there. We'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call and talk to you about Rayma, talk to you about what's going on, try to set up an appointment to either come to a college weekend or, or to come out and just to visit and learn more about Rayma. Because I think it's, there's one thing about coming on the campus that, that really, I mean, it just changes you. Yeah. Um, you know, just really, you know, God just can speak to you here on campus. I mean, you know, and um, there's so many people said, well, once I walked on this campus is when I decided I, I wanted to come to Rayma. So, so 2020, you know, you know, has been a good year, not just for you, but also, you know, in the midst of everything, you know, your, your faithful church members that, that are, are tithing, I mean, you know, they've seen, they've seen blessings as well. Yes. You know, but also too, isn't there something a lot about, you know, 
you know, being connected to the right source. I mean, just like, you know, when Paul and Silas were there in jail, um, you know, you know, it didn't say only their, their, their bands were loosed and, and they're everybody's everybody, bands. That's right. You know, so, so a lot of times, you know, it's, if, if you stick around the right kind of people, yeah. I mean, you'll get what, you know, what brother Hagee used to call a sloshed over blessing, <laughs> a slopped over <laughs> blessing, you know? And, and, and so maybe the, the reason some of you people, they're, they're getting that slopped over blessing. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and Tony's familiar with slop because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. you can't Come slop on. hogs. Is that is that because so, so, of COVID? So, so I mean, so so <laughs> that's it. That's it. So it literally is against the law. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's a national law. I mean, or is that? Uh, so, so some of you farmers that are so sloshing the hogs, I mean, you're breaking the law. You're breaking the law. Yeah. If you're doing, you know who you are. If you're doing that. <laughs> so I guess we can't be sloppy anymore. <laughs> so, so anyway, so you're you're turned up. Okay, so and I and I I actually turned into a prophet instead of. Sort of a liar. It's amazing, and I mean that fast. Just this, that fast, complete turnaround. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no. It is amazing though to see how he was able uh, to move. Did we get in line with that? I mean, because the first thing is when if somebody. I was telling Tony we were talking uh, before the broadcast that the morning that we walked out there after the hur- after Hurricane Laura. And this stuff that you, you know, we do a lot of work ourselves, me and the guys there. And, and, you know, you see this building ripped apart, stuff thrown all over the place, all over the property, all over the neighbor's property, tore down high lines. I mean, just everything laying there. Um, If somebody would have walked up to me right then, I was telling him and said, you know, this is going to be the best year ever. I would have hit him in the jaw. (laughs) Uh, I mean, because you're, you're just upset walking around, but, you know, you... You have to, it's, it's what Pastor Hagen was talking about last night. Everybody gets hit. Everybody gets knocked down. Like we were talking about, you, you know, it rains on the just and the unjust. But immediately when it's been put in there, that prompting comes up. What does the word say yeah. about this? How do we handle this based on the word? Well, you got to get in line with it. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's one of the big things we teach at Raymond. What, is, what does the Bible say? What does the word say? Because that's, that's how my grandfather lived his life. Yeah, you know, and if if the word says it, that's all that matters. Yeah, it does. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. You know, you know, if you can find it in the Bible, that that's that's you know, we we live on on the word. Yeah, you know, we're we're a word based ministry, and you know, and so many many you know, we, we call ourselves full gospel, but so many people are, are more they're more of a partial gospel ministry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know, they believe these verses, but other verses they they don't. But yeah. you know, it's. And then, you know, we literally believe the verses. I mean, you literally believe that God needs to move a mountain, whether it's a physical mountain, a spiritual mountain, an emotional mountain, whatever it might be, you know, it can literally move because that's what Jesus said. Yeah. You know, and that's the funny part about it is a lot of, a lot of people, you know, they even blame my grandfather for, you know, the name and claim it gospel or whatever, but. But it was actually Jesus's fault. Jesus is the one that said, yeah. that, said that we can, that we can have what we say. It wasn't my grandfather. He yeah. he just read the verse. Yeah, you know. But it is interesting how, how we we want we want to blame a man because we can't blame Jesus. 
yeah. you know, n- nobody wants to think you know, put him at fault. So so we'll we'll blame this this guy for misinterpreting the word. And it's pretty hard to misinterpret, you know, the most popular book in the world. I mean, you know, it's been out for generation after generation and language uh, after language. I've had guys in talking to him and, and referring back to that. It was actually a, a pastor from a, another denomination. He was talking, well, you know, that's all you know. You, you, Talk about Brother Hagen and, you know, the 11, Mark 11, 23 and 24, and y'all keep going to that and all that. And he said, you know, he started, you know, kind of being derogatory about that. I said, you know, Brother Hagen didn't write that scripture. That's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's coming from the Bible. He just took it and acted on it and saw yeah. that it was true. And uh, it's um, it's something we all got to get hold of for ourselves. You know, and something else, too, and I've been saying here recently, too, um, just like – Obviously, 2020 was you want to call, might call a year of fire for you. I mean, you know, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego—they walked in the fire. Well, actually, they bounced in the fire furnace. I guess they were thrown <laughs> in, all, all bound up. You know, but the point is, they had to go into the fire. Yeah. You know, they they wouldn't have got the blessing if they wouldn't have gone into the fire. So sometimes they're like, Lord, I don't want to go in the fire. I don't, I don't, you know, don't throw me in the fire. But the point is not whether you get thrown in the fire. The point is you're going to come out of the fire. Yeah. You know, untouched, unscathed. And my, my favorite part of the of the story is, you know, obviously they're walking around in the fire, and then they said, you know, we saw the fourth man, which they, the king even says, well, that fourth, but that's that's the son of God. I mean, so even the king recognized, you know, that they weren't in the fire by themselves. They were, yeah. and they were, walk, they were walking free. But then when they came out, it said they didn't even smell of smoke, which is an amazing thing because, I, you know, back in the, the day when they used to allow smoking in restaurants, you know, <laughs> and I've sat in the non-smoking section close enough to the smoking section and walked out like, yeah. you know, smelling my jacket. And I'm like, man, I smell, I can't, I can't go to church. I mean, yeah. I smell like smoke. <laughs> You know, people are going to think, what, what have you been doing? I mean, yeah. these guys, or, you know, I don't know if you ever, you know, obviously ever had a bonfire or a fire pit. I mean, you're just, I mean, you, you, you can't be around a, a fire without smelling a smoke. Right. But they were in the fire and still didn't even smell like smoke. Yeah. You know, and. Yeah. The last infection. He was in there with them. Yeah. And I had a situation where, or actually I, um, I had a issue with lighting the fireplace one time. And so the gas is all. I couldn't get the match lit, yeah. and finally, when I did, it just it just engulfed me. I, I didn't, you know, it just like a foot second sends my eyebrows, sends my nose hairs, sends my my hair. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't catch catch on fire, you know, but but you know, I mean. There's nothing like seven cents nose hairs, you know. Maybe I need to trim the nose hairs, but you know, you know, you know, it's I smelled like fire, yeah. You know, but he didn't even smell like they just smell like fire. So you know what, you know, if you're in the middle of the fire, we can praise him in the middle of the fire, and you know, and as long as we keep our confession. See, that's the thing is people get in the middle of the fire and, and then they they drop that confession and they, they're like, well, what do I do now? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, when, and they told the king, you know, and it doesn't matter. They're 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 not matter. they're not going to bow, even if he doesn't. Yeah, we still so even if bow. we don't even if he doesn't, you know, save us, we're, we're not going to bow. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, they they were they were consistent, they were persistent, and God showed up, and you know, show up in your life too. And obviously, twenty twenty has been a great example. I mean, you know, I mean, most of us are just scrapping about COVID and and all the. Effects not just from from that, but the closures, the business. I mean, you know, obviously, I'm sure people, you know, 
you know, we're grabbing about our business can open for, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. I mean, there are businesses that got wiped out, yeah. you know, dur- during, during the hurricanes. I mean, so we're talking about, you know, how it can wipe out a whole town. I mean, you know, in a whole. Um, Lake know. Charles, the Lake Charles area, um, which is the bigger town closest to us there, there's churches there that are completely destroyed. They're yeah. not able to meet, haven't been, and they don't have a building. Like, like yeah. Greg experienced in Panama City, their whole building blew away. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you know, so sometimes when we, you know, work, if, if you're griping about something, somebody else has it worse than you do. <laughs> you so, so you know, you guys just didn't deal with the COVID situation. You've dealt with a whole lot more. But you know what? 2020 still became the best year ever. That's right. That's because right. God is faithful in the middle of it. In, in the middle of everything, and you know, and God will be faithful to you if you if we'll just believe Him. You know, and that's just simply what we have to do is trust Him, no matter what our situation is and you know hopefully 2021 you know well, not hopefully it will be a better year you know for you but i mean you know, if you had 12 years on your building and paid it off i mean it's really, <laughs> i guess he can give you a whole nother one there you go you he's know. he's doing he's doing great i'm telling you every every avenue uh opened up it's not just that it's other things and what he's doing in the lives of the people um and even these people like we're talking about with the churches and everything and you said you know sometimes we're going to go through that fire yeah. You think about Joseph, all that he went through, but you hear this, you see this statement over and over, but God was with him. And yeah. it's realizing that, that even if you're in the middle of that fire right now and you can't see him, it seems like you, you hold you to your confession, hold fast to it and realize he is with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, of course, also says Jesus never leave us nor forsake us. There I mean, you go. Said he's, he's right there with us at, at all times. And a lot of times, you know, you know, this is my imagination. I kind of imagine things. You know, Jesus is right there, and we don't even ask him for for help. Yeah. I mean, how, yeah. how many times? You know, the Bible says that to, you, we have not because we ask not ask what we will and shall be done. And how many times do we don't ask him? You know, I, I know it's a whole other thing. We don't have time to. But I, I know someone that said, "Well, I don't think I should ask him, but because I haven't been the best Christian in the world, or, or whatever." Well, it doesn't matter. You know, you know, he doesn't have the same standards you do. You know, I mean, you know, he's always ready, willing, and able, no matter what, no matter, you know, how faithful of a Christian you've been or, or, or not, doesn't really matter. Now, obviously, does he want, he want you to be a faithful Christian? Yes, he does. You know, but he's willing to help you, even you know, in your time of need, no matter, no matter what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess that's a, about all the time that you know, we've, we've already gotten 30 something minutes here. And so, you know, we, we have another meeting tonight to get to, yeah, you know, try it. Come on, march your face. Well, I like to take my afternoon nap um, during during Winter Bible Seminar. Yeah, so better but, hurry back before the snow starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow's supposed to start around seven o'clock, and we're supposed to get a, about five to six more inches. Don't tell my mom because she's 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 confessing <laughs> against that. You know, so. But anyway, it's um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's it's the reason we own a four wheel drive vehicle and in the state of Oklahoma so we can use it every five years. You know, so, you know, so for paying for the extra two grand or three grand, whatever it was for the four wheel drive over, two, over a front wheel drive. So, you know, we, we want to make sure I got our money's worth. So anyway, you know, like I said, if, if you're out there and you want to learn more about the word of God, or you feel you're called to the ministry, Raymond Bible Training College is, is the place you should check out. RBTC.org. Go there, fill up information out. We'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call and talk to you more about Raymond and what's going on here. But, you know, here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, health, and healing to the world. God bless you. Have a great day.